Welcome to the All Ball Show, presented by Abstract Sports, where we bring sports back to life. I'm your host, Kyle Clay 2K. In the All Ball Show, we focus on basketball-only content. And to tip things off, I'm covering every single team in the NBA, from worst to best in each conference. I'm going to look at their rosters and discuss how I think they're going to perform this upcoming season. And now it's time to talk about the number three seed in the Eastern Conference last year, the Philadelphia 76ers. So this summer, I actually had a chance to go to Philadelphia. It was in the same trip I was able to go to New York City and see Madison Square Garden, or at least walk past it. But Philadelphia is a really cool city, man. Uh, me and one of my friends, we actually walked from city center all the way down to stadiums south of the city, I believe. It was like a five-mile walk. I don't know what the hell we were thinking. It was super hot out, and we almost died of heat exhaustion. Had to stop at a Starbucks and grab some water. <laughs> Uh, man, it was brutal. But once we got there, it was a hell of a time. We had like 12th row seats behind home plate. We were, well, we were watching a Phillies game, by the way. It wasn't a Sixers game. Any game would have been awesome to me. Uh, at that time, it just happened to be the Phillies because what had to happen is the 76ers were going to have to go to the finals and make it go to a game six or seven uh, in order for us to be able to catch a game there. And even then, we wouldn't be able to get tickets. So um, it was a long shot. But it was a big time for the Philadelphia 76ers when we were going through there. I believe they had just gotten eliminated, actually, by the Boston Celtics the week prior to that. The Philadelphia 76ers, they're an American professional basketball team based in Philadelphia metropolitan area. Um, I've walked there. It's very hot there, uh, especially in the summertime. The 76ers compete in the National Basketball Association as a member of the league's Eastern Conference Atlantic Division and play at Wells Fargo Center. Their mascot is Franklin the Dog. Uh, frankly, I've never seen Franklin the dog before. If I saw him in a picture, maybe I'd recognize him, but no, not when I see his name. General manager is Elton Brand. Elton Brand is a legend. I remember when he used to play in the NBA years ago. Owner is Joshua Harris, and NBA championships would be in 1955, that's a long time ago, 1967, and 1983. So very far and in between, and it's been a long time since they've had one talking like 35 years but this team is very promising i i'm excited to watch them play this coming season they're going to have their point guard who was injured all season long with a shoulder problem they're going to be a force to be reckoned with especially when the Cavs are gone they can dominate that conference more easily so that'll be fun to watch as the season progresses the 76ers were 52 and 30 on the season they were 34 and 18 in conference play 30 and 11 at home and 22 and 19 on the road And let's take a look at what their roster was like last season. They had 23 players throughout the entire year. And I know that there were some injuries that happened. Let's just shout out some names here. Justin Anderson, Jared Bayless, Marco Bellinelli, Trevor Booker, Robert Covington, Larry Drew, Joel Embiid, he's the man. Markel Fultz, he's the man who was injured. Rashawn Holmes, Ersan Ilyasova, Demetrius Jackson, Amir Johnson, Furkan Kormatz, Timothy Luawu-Kabarat. Uh, James Michael McAdoo, TJ McConnell, Jalil Okafor, Jacob Pullen, JJ Redick, Dario Saric, Ben Simmons, a point guard who is 6'10", 230, went to Louisiana State University, a.k.a. LSU. He's been compared to LeBron James in terms of his stature and his athletic ability and ability to do multiple things, including pass the ball. And then Nick Stauskas and James Young. 23 guys. That's a lot of guys. The best player on that team last year was Joel Embiid in terms of points per game. He was injured at some point. 
He missed about 19 games on the season. If he was there every game, uh, they could have very well been up up there in the Eastern Conference standings, two or one seed, honestly. But he averaged 22 points a game, 1.8 blocks a game, uh, 0.6 steals, 3.2 assists, and 11 rebounds a game. The dude's kind of dominant. That's not to mention that uh, one, two, three, four, five, six other guys had double-digit points average, including J.J. Redick, Ben Simmons, Dario Saric, Marco Bellinelli, Robert Covington, and Ursan Ilyasova. The leading scorer of that team, Joel Embiid, 1,400 points. We had five guys on this team who had quadruple digits in scoring. Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, J.J. Redick, Dario Saric, and Robert Covington. T.J. McConnell was the next closest guy with almost 500 points. So their starting five did a ton of work last season. It's hard to keep that kind of production up from just those five guys. Usually there's some kind of injury because of exhaustion or uh, not enough rest, things like that, but maybe they're just productive in their minutes. I mean, that's just high scores for those top five and not so much points for the rest of the players down the down the way there. Man, that's crazy. Led by a guy named Joel Embiid, who happens to be a great follow on social media. Uh, the guy is goofy, relatable, and you won't regret his posts in your Instagram feed, so you're going to want to go give him a follow. The 76ers did make it to the playoffs under his lead. Uh, they defeated the Miami Heat in five games in the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. They won the first one at home against the number six seed Miami Heat. They lost the second one at home, which is weird, and then they won the next three to put them out of their misery. They move on to take on the Boston Celtics after they beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Celtics are the number two seed, uh, last year, I had predicted that the Sixers were going to move past the Celtics because I just thought the the Sixers were more dominant. But the Celtics, they just Terry Rozier just showed up last year. I don't know how the heck he did it. Marcus Smart showed up in a big way too. They just had the right parts at the right time. The Sixers didn't seem to show up for that series. They lost their first three games, two of them on the road, and then one at home. And they got their their second game at home in Game Four, and then Game Five they lost and they were put out of their own misery. The Celtics went on to play the Cavs. The Celtics lost in seven games. Kind of interesting to think about the rabbit hole here. Like, what what would have happened if the Sixers would have somehow beat the Celtics in that, that second round? Would they have been decimated by the Cavs, or would they have been parable to them? The Celtics were just hitting on all the right cylinders. The Sixers fell apart at the wrong time. Uh, it's all about consistency once you get up to this level where you have to play seven-game series and three of them to get to the championship series and then perform there. That's a lot of games in a season, so I can understand how a young team fell apart like that. Better luck to them next year. I think they're going to dominate the Eastern Conference in a very big way. I'm talking like number two seed. A little look at their current roster according to some quick analysis. Uh, Wilson Chandler is going to be there. Robert Covington's coming back. Joel Embiid, Markel Fultz. So Markel Fultz, the thing with this kid he had a shoulder injury. It made his shot look bad. And his shots were not connecting with the rim. They weren't anywhere close. And so they sat him for the entire year pretty much. And a lot of the, the media was taking it as the yips, saying that he had the yips and that's why he was not shooting as good as he used to in college because he was a rookie last year. He has come out and debunked that myth that it was not uh, the yips. It was, in fact, the injury that was uh, hindering his ability to shoot like he used to. In the offseason this year, Apparently he developed a new shot form because his shot form is kind of weird like Lonzo Ball's, but not as weird as Lonzo Ball's. It's interesting to see how he's going to perform this upcoming season. It's not really his rookie season because he did play last year, but they're going to be a different team with him because he had success in college and having 
uh, guys around him like Joel Embiid and uh, J.J. Redick and Dario Saric. He can do a lot of damage. You may have heard me talk about a guy named Ron Baker. I'm pretty sure he's a point guard for the Knicks or something like that. I'm also like T.J. McConnell. T.J. McConnell, this guy is energetic. He is passionate. And he has a fun time every time he's on the floor. I would say that describes me as a player too. I'm like a Ron Baker, TJ McConnell. So I'm passionate and I want to win, but I have mental errors and I just can't dribble the ball well and I get the ball stolen from me all the time. It's just a mess. TJ McConnell is the better half, but he's a player I would compare Ron Baker to in a way. TJ McConnell is a great competitor from what I've seen. I mean, practically all NBA, I have to say all NBA players are competitors. When I say that, I mean, it's something that you can tell about a player and about, about the way they carry themselves. You can see it on their face, you know, when they're a good competitor. Uh, They're trying their best at all times, and their emotions say that. TJ McConnell is one of those guys. JJ Redick, historic sharpshooter. He's going to be good for them. Dario Saric, a crafty forward out of Croatia. Uh, He can really do it all and shoot, you know, shoot, drive and finish, pass. He's good at everything. Ben Simmons the same way, won Rookie of the Year last year uh, in a controversial way. He won Rookie of the Year, but he's actually a sophomore. He missed his entire first season due to injury, and so that qualified him as a rookie still because he hadn't played any minutes yet. I thought that was kind of strange, but he has been compared to LeBron in the past for his size and athleticism. When he He's coming into the league four years later in life than LeBron did. He looks big. He's built. LeBron, when he came in, was not, and he grew, grew to be that way. Ben Simmons has shown he can pass the ball. He can finish the ball. He can shoot the ball. So I think with all of these weapons they have, plus some people they may grab in the offseason here. You know, they the, the Sixers might be a dangerous team. And like I said, I think they might be a number two seed this coming season. If not, maybe they'll fall at the three seed again. But that does it for this episode of the All Ball Show presented by Abstract Sports. How do you think the 76ers are going to do this year? Well, please comment down below and let us know what you think. Tag your friends and uh, have them drop a comment as well and get a discussion going. Also, smash the like button, hit subscribe so you can get notified when we drop new basketball content throughout the season. I'm your host, Kyle Clay 2K. I'll see you in the next one.